Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Banks missed. Oh, what a foul by Akuro with a menacing dunk. Give me that ball to number three, Abadal. Broadcasting live. Yes. From Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse on the sunny shores of beautiful Lake Erie. Cano contra Luca ahora. Lo marcan dos pases de pique para Mobley. Afuera para Stevens que lanza de tres en camino. Mejor noche de la temporada para Lamar Stevens con 16 puntos. In downtown Cleveland. Hello Cleveland. Hello Cleveland. You tuned in to Wine and Gold Radio. Have some of that. Now. You're your host, Rafa. Don't buy wigs that come off at the wrong time. And Joe G. Maury's wigs don't come off. Yeah, hey, everybody. Yeah, hey. And welcome <laughs> yeah. to <laughs> Wine and Gold uh, Radio. Well, Before go you go into introduction, does okay. anybody, does think everybody know what yeah, hey means? I don't know if they know what that means. Uh, well, it means hello. It means I can't say hello in a lot of languages, except yours. Except yours. <laughs> I am Joe G. I am joined, of course, on my right by Rafa Hernandez Brito. That's me. And Rafa's just home from Texas after a nice, uh, well, split on the two-game trip. And now the Cavs are home for six six See, games, man. Longest homestand, I believe. Longest homestand of the season. Wrapping around the Christmas holiday. Are you all ready for Christmas? I know you're a big uh, holiday fan. Um, I'm a big holiday. I'm a big Christmas carols in July guy. You are, man. I'm not, I'm not a Christmas. I'm not a, like we don't celebrate holidays. That's like true. That you're, with you're, my wife. You're, yeah, you're like a let it snow guy in in May. Yeah, like Lily and I don't give each other. We we like to give each other presents in days that are not supposed to be for presents. You're as so opposed romantic. to like when everybody just does. That's really nice. You know hey, what I mean? Hey, have you but w- we do we do like Kiki's gonna be in town. We're gonna go for dinner. Nice. We're having dinner at the uh, at the Marble Room. 
Oh, very nice. Yeah. Okay, so, great. So, we're so going you to, have a... I haven't been a good father. I have good parents. So she's a Browns fan. She's coming to coming to watch the Christmas Eve game. Oh, nice. Do, so. Does your mom send you, like I know during Thanksgiving, they, they she sends tomorrow. you some... Oh, the, <laughs> the care package. Tamales. Oh. All kinds of stuff, yes. It, oh, arrives, it arrives tomorrow. Well, I, can I get in? I, I want to get Yeah, man, for sure. I want to get on that list. I want to get on your mom's food list. And I want to get in Lamar Stevens, you know, today's guest. You I want to get on his grandma's uh, text list. Yeah, after, but you know what list you need to get in? Hmm. You need to get on the Jim Jones wine mail list. You're right, I do. That's the one that you want to be on. I want to be, I I could, be on You have had some of lists. that already because last holiday when I made that delivery to your house, some of that wine was from, wine, okay. from, Jones, from Jones Winery. Okay, I still have some of that wine. No. Yeah. Really? Why are you saving it? I don't know. Oh, you didn't like it? No, I liked it. I just, uh, I'm not a big wine drinker, really. So really? I'll, I'll save it. I'll, I'll, I'll drink it for this holiday. I remember you said, I don't know if it was last year, but you don't watch uh, It's a Wonderful Life, right? I have never watched it. You will watch it this year, though, I right? I refuse to. Why, no. man? Because it's in black and white, man. Dude, that's the worst excuse ever. <laughs> it's the worst excuse ever. If I, I'd rather watch Die Hard <laughs> if I want to watch, watch a Christmas both, movie. Watch both, man. You got to watch It's a Wonderful Life. That's my homework assignment for you. Will you do it? Come yeah, on, man. I'll try, but it's a <clears throat> you'll be crying. You'll have waterworks. There's no way I'm yes. crying. Does a you'll dog die in the movie? No dogs okay, die. So Nobody dies in the movie. You're okay, going to so cry. You're going to cry. Lily's going to be holding you. Lily cries on commercials. <laughs> Lily's going to be holding you and shushing Lily, you. Lily gets upset because I am, she cries on different things that, that get me emotional. Like I, I hate the the ASPCA commercial that they show every commercial oh. break in the morning oh with the God. dogs in the snow. Oh. I hate that I commercial because it, it. it makes me want to go rescue every single dog I see in the commercial. <laughs> but, you know, I don't cry for, I don't know. It, it doesn't. Did you cry when the Cavs won in Dallas the other night? Not in Dallas. Like, <laughs> I, I didn't cry in, in Oakland, but it kinda, I kind of got choked up a little bit. But, you know. How'd you feel about the win in Dallas the other night? Did I you think cry it was pretty, amazing. I think it was great, too, man. I was crying that I was going to be home at 3 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was crying trying to get a hold of the person in charge of scheduling and put that game at 8 p.m. Dallas time I, why did for they do us, that? which they had to travel to the East Coast side, lose an hour, and arrive at 3 in the morning. For no reason, that game was at 8 p.m. That's I, I, I was wondering that. Why would they do that? I thought it was national TV, but there's just like no the, reason. The game on, on, at the at the Fieldhouse, I understand it because the, the Mavericks play Friday night, mm -hmm. and they we play with them. So eight o'clock, okay, that extra hour is a big. Although Joe Michael, if you ask him, he wants every game to be at eight o'clock because I mean his nap is a little longer. Yeah, but, what, but, what would you prefer if they said we're going one way or the other? Make every game at eight and make every game at six. I would make every game at six o'clock. Me too. In a heartbeat. Me too. Absolutely. In a heartbeat, I'll make every game at six o'clock. I'll adjust my time, my yeah. my everything. It'd be great because there'll be no shoot around. It'll be walkthroughs at yes. the arena. Oh, dude. But you're home by 9.30. Oh, like, it would be the absolute Can't best. argue with that. No, it'd be the best. It'd be the best. But actually, on the floor, great game, great win because... You know, again, they've had so much trouble on the road, and getting off to slow starts has been such a curse. And man, they jumped on Dallas right away. That was nice. I spoke with JB on the way, you know, after shoot around. JB is the first one off the court, and he says, The boss is leaving. First <laughs> boss is leaving. And you know, we're trying to get on that bus. Yeah. But in Dallas, I don't know if you remember, there's a long walk up the ramp to get mm -hmm. to the bus. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to him about, you know, how. I get lost there every year. How, yeah, how <laughs> we go away from being the team that had gotten. Everybody talking about, which mm -hmm. is the team that plays as a as a as a group mm -hmm. that moves the ball around. And then JB was saying, you know, I'm trying to get this guy to understand that 
They, you have to move the ball around because eventually it'll come back to you if you're yeah. the one that needs to shoot it, right? Mm-hmm. But the human brain is trained to take the superhero syndrome, and you know when when you're getting beat up, you want to take off, you want to go out and yeah. look, fight for you guys. But that takes us out of our out of our, our, our character, yeah. But also the human brain is 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 trained to learn from mistakes and learn from lessons. So I think it, his goal was, and it was it was succeeded, it was accomplished, was to come out from the get go and just punch him in the gut and don't stop punching. And because basketball is a game of runs, Dallas has the you can't avoid for any team to have their runs. Yeah. But when 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 people keep coming in and out of the, out of the thing, it's finally healthy in a way to use. His, his rotations, the way he wants them, you know, he takes Garland and Mobley out, then he takes Mitchell and Allen out, then he comes in with mm-hmm. Lavert and Mitchell, or whatever the combination is, he finally was able to run it, and, and we just stay. We had issues with getting to a slow start, we have issues with starting the second half, and we have problems with sometimes when we're not making shots, like in San Antonio, when Mitchell missed a dunk, and then Garland followed by missing that scoop. Yeah, yeah. We always get those moments when the other team is shooting 70%. And and it just goes down to you know an eighteen point lead is hard to get out of and we almost we almost got out of it. I'm, I'm about to do something I can't believe <laughs> for the second time this year. I'm going to quote Stan Van Gundy as making as <laughs> making a great point. <laughs> but he talked about how you know they talk about like well you know this team came back from eighteen down and this team came back from seventeen down and he's like really that's not a thing because in the, in the NBA like you said runs are so prevalent that. 16, 17 points at any point during the game mm-hmm. is really not that big of a deal. You don't want to be down 16 points. But, it, you know, especially when the other team has Luka. So the fact that they kept, you know, that they jumped on him and stayed on him, that was was most impressive. It, 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 you could tell that we were in, like, in San Antonio, I said it at halftime, you know, we're in this game. We just got to have to, I always lean on, you, you eat, how do you eat an elephant, right? One bite at a time. Mm-hmm. You, got, you cannot, you're not going to hit the 18-point bucket. But you gotta keep chipping away, chipping away, chipping away. It's harder because even if you're down 18 and you have an eight nothing run, the team hits a three, you're down again 13. You know, so it's like it's a hard hole to get out of. But when when it comes to starting a game, Luca one for 11, we're shooting well. You have to take that advantage and go up as much as the Cavs did. When 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 especially the Mavericks and don't have Luca having a good night, right. you have to take that advantage because if you let them hang around, you know Luca is gonna come back and do his thing, which yeah. he did in the second half, uh-huh. right? So I was happy to see the response from the guys on the road. Yeah. After a night that they had to hurt, you know. I know we're not going to lose, win them all, but those are that the game in San Antonio is one of those games that you you could look back and say, man, you know, we just came out a little, yeah, like yeah. like what's his name, Claude Fraser was a lackadaisical. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the, and the the Dallas game gave you a nice res, uh, respite, yeah. From uh, from World Cup action, yes. which you've been like well, actually, immersed in, man. Yes, actually, the the semifinals was <laughs> Tuesday, and I watched it in the in the in, during practice okay. in in Dallas. We flew after San Antonio, thank God. And then I took a nap on the second half of the France Morocco game. I really didn't care who okay. Argentina is going to take whoever. Because you've got you've got World Cup fever, man. You yeah, have, man. You I, do I, have, and you know who else has it? I'll bet. Here you come. You're a soccer fan? El Muchacho Dorado. Yeah. <laughs> You're a soccer fan? Yeah, we went over this last time. I know, but who are you rooting for? 
Don't tell me France. He roots for Germany, I, I man. I you can't root for the blue. No, I'm not. Is as good as France are, and as you know, many of their players who I like like to watch. Uh, I think I, I have to be cheering for Argentina just because of the whole one, the whole messy thing, and I think it would be really, really cool to see him win a World Cup, and because France won the World Cup last time. So, yeah. not only that, but the fact that he'll win it, and then and then and Ronaldo, won't. Ronaldo is, is not going to win anything. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Cristiano Ronaldo, we call him Penaldo because most of his goals are from the penalty kick. So, but uh, he he is like speaking of divas that we can we usually yeah, talk yeah. about. He's he the the. Poster child. Like I, 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 I was probably cheering for Morocco to beat Portugal anyway, just of because I think it was a really cool story and, and still is a cool story. But the whole Ronaldo thing and, and the way it played out from their quarterfinal game until that game, or round of 16 game until that game. Uh, you know, Argentinians and Brazilians don't like each other when it, it's strictly because of soccer. It has nothing to do with color, race, this, rich, money, nothing. It's mm -hmm. soccer. And Brazil is the only team that has made it to every World Cup. It's a team that has won the most World Cups. But Argentina, you know, they have, you know, Brazil has Pelé. Argentina has Maradona. Now they have Messi. It's like two, three of the guys that come into the conversation of who is the best one of all time, which is one of those questions that doesn't have a right answer. It's like if you watch Pelé play, you will say Pelé. If you saw Maradona play, you say Maradona. But they don't like each other. So I... Coming down the plane in the, in San Antonio, I was talking with Raul, and I said, man, you know, I would love a, a Morocco-Croatia game so it would be like a first-time champion. His answer was like, I don't care who it is, as long as it's not Argentina. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a question. I have a question, World Cup question. The uh, third-place game. Yes. They were talking how guys, that, that teams take that pretty seriously. Of course. They? Okay. It has to do. Really? With, it has to do with world ranking. Okay. It has to do with bonuses. Okay. There's a big chunk. There's a big difference between the third place and the fourth place. And you know, it's an, it's another game to play. Messi by playing on Sunday will be the guy with the most World Cup games played. He would have broken the record anyway, held by Lothar Mateus from Germany. But you know, it means a lot more to break it in the final than in the third place game. So. Okay. Right. It means a lot. It's not. Uh, they had tried to do away with it, but what they did is they added the incentive of the bonuses and the world ranking. Yeah, it would seem like that'd be a tough game to get into, man. But yeah. I mean, they say that the guys really yeah, but do it's get the into walk up. So a lot of the guys that yeah. haven't played yeah. will probably see the see the field. See, so it means a lot for everybody. Yeah, like the it, goalie will probably change. You know, each team has three goalies, and only one of them played really. So yeah, I mean, again, I'm I'm such a gringo when it comes to the World Cup that uh, I'm. I'm learning all this. Well, you get you better get ready because it's coming next next time here in 2026. Where gonna, is it? They said North America. It's gonna be so in where? Mexico, U.S. and Canada. So, but where's the where will the World Cup be played? In the three countries, they're gonna have sites I think, in I think three countries. Mexico has two, Mexico will probably be the Mexico opening ceremony. Has three cities that are hosting games. Mm -hmm. I think Canada has two, and the U.S. has six. Yeah. Like U.S. Canada has. Like, like what about the championship though? It's probably gonna I be played either in, in Dallas or in or in LA. Ooh, really? In SoFi, yeah. yeah, that's exciting. SoFi or I would I would play at Cowboy Stadium because it's, <laughs> it's better. Yeah. yeah, it's bigger. It's like the big screen and whatever. I never been to SoFi, so I don't know. But but in terms of like getting, the, I know people had a, lot, a hard time going to the Super Bowl because mm. there's only one way in and one way out. Then Cowboy Stadium is, I think, is a lot better than. And, and Cowboy Stadium, that's not retractable roof, or is it? It has a half a roof. Yeah. Because remember, but did, didn't they have a Super Bowl one year where it was freezing cold? Yeah, the Super Bowl. The last Super Bowl I did, it was the, it was it snowed. Yeah, in Dallas. Or in Dallas. Yeah. And that was the same time where they have those those seats that they were in fire fireman approved. 
The fire department never approved them, so all these people showed up to the to the Super Bowl between the Packers and the Steelers, and there was like whole sections in black, and they brought them down, and they had to watch the game in some tunnel from like <laughs> off a screen, and they were offering them tickets, but they were like you know people from Pittsburgh. Ha. They don't want tickets to next year's Super Bowl if the Steelers are not going to be in it. That's, right. what they, that's what they get for being Steelers fans. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Hey, Matt Gold, you got some news around the league? Yeah, we'll stick to uh, – we just talked World Cup, so we'll stick um, – we'll, we'll talk another sport real quick. Our neighbors not made the uh, – you know, maybe not made the biggest splash in free agency, but the Guardians going out and signing uh, DH first baseman Josh Bell. Josh Bell, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty uh, – the Yankee signed rolled on. Uh, yeah, that's. I was gonna bring that up, but since you since million. you did, <laughs> yeah. probably the third best pitcher on the market. You probably. Got for, yeah. Now they have Gary. Cole, it's a good rotation. Hold on. How, and, how uh, did we get to the Yankees, man? We were, <laughs> the guy who's sitting to <laughs> your right knows about. Oh, it. by yeah, the way, talk, speaking of Guardian, you know who? What, you know who I hang out with at the at the, at the Cowboys at the Mavericks game? This guy with Sandy Alomar. Oh, really? He, he he texted me. He goes, "I'm coming to the game." I was like, "Oh, dude!" So we hang out a little bit of pregame. So you you like Bell coming in? I I do. I, I think it's I think it's kind of a Are they gonna be splitting time, I guess, in DH and think, first base? Yeah, I with, think that's, uh, that's the biggest thing now for with baby rocking guy, what's yeah, his name? Naylor, Josh Naylor. Naylor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With the Yankees, baby. Yeah, uh, but I, I think uh, I think an overall good signing. Uh, again, whether it's whether it's platoon, uh, you know, in general, a, fir- a first base DH they kind need of that thing. Bat, but though. former All Star, former uh, Silver Slugger, but guy who hits left-handed pitching pretty well, which mm-hmm. uh, Naylor has, has struggled with, and we saw this season. So uh, I think again, a pretty a pretty solid signing, and and we're about a hundred days from. Uh, yeah, they have they day, have their winter. Wild. They have a gathering. I forget what it's called. The Guardian, oh, the Fan Fest, the I Fan think? Fest. Yeah. yeah, they have it coming up in January. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's I awesome. Go it's, that it's almost here already. And I also saw they signed a catcher. And they yeah, well. another yeah. another. Uh, Who did they sign? Mike Zanino played yeah. at Tampa. Very very limited last year in games. I think he was injured, but the year before he was. That's one star, position so. they yeah. needed. Um, I mean, I, I I think like there's no. <laughs> Is fun as Austin Hedges is at times, and as good of a defensive catcher. They had is. an old school type, yeah, catcher, yeah, position. clubhouse guy, but but really a, a black hole to play between him and yeah, and you can't you can't Luke have Bailey, who's since resigned somewhere else. But I mean, when you have you know a, a catcher position that's you know probably gonna be filled by Bo Naylor, Josh's brother, very mm-hmm. you know highly regarded prospect in the guards farm system, so. I don't know. I'm interested to see who starts at the catching position to opening day. You can't have guys under the, the – at, at certain points, the Tribe had two guys under the Mendoza line last year. Right. Can't have right. that. Can't. You know, so. Yeah. Not these days. No. No. When everybody – And they were they, – they were the they, – they played the same position, too. Yeah. So it's, And the problem, I see, with that is not only under the Mendoza line, that they don't do anything with the bat. Right. Right. Like they don't get on base. Yeah. They don't bunt. They don't run. They don't, I mean, it's just, okay, great. They manage the pitching staff and everything. Mm, but enough. nowadays, in this, in this world's baseball, you got to. Yeah, not enough. Mm-hmm. Not enough. You got to hit a little bit, man. You know, at least our buddy, what's his name? Bebo Perez. He he always had a knack for having those late in his homers. And, yeah. You know, he didn't bat for hours, but he, whenever you needed a, a hit, yeah, he, had a he number, wasn't an automatic guy. Of, of yeah, he had some clutch big clutch hits, hits. big clutch hits. He always hit big, big hits in late innings. But he, he was—I mean, he wasn't the, the average hitter, but he, he wasn't an automatic out. Mm-hmm. Right? Which, yeah, which, which, yeah. Hedgie's a—I mean, he's a fun guy, and he probably manages, but mm. he's yeah. automatic out. I mean, yeah. you can't mm-hmm. have it. So, uh, one more kind of uh, bigger talking point. Then I got—I got two quick things for you guys. Uh, the first one we'll talk. Well, the, the bigger one again is we'll talk 
uh, NBA a little bit. I know we did a little bit last uh, last episode with some surprises, but you're about a third of the way season, third of the way through the season. Is there any, I don't know, kind of surprises to you guys, like how well New Orleans is playing or why they're playing so well? Do you have any idea who's going to like come out of the East as there's like Boston and Milwaukee are just going win for win with each other right now it seems like I think both, both, my, both after conferences. after Milwaukee just got blown out yeah. last night yeah. by Memphis my, my, my biggest surprise in the east is the team we're playing this weekend Indiana man you think so? Yes, I do. In the East, I yeah. could probably see that. Yeah, because nobody was talking about them. Like a couple of years ago, maybe. I think there's last more year. bad surprises than good. It depends how you want. What well, kind I, of bad I, I thing you want to put in surprise? You want to play the other side because of it, you want to put Atlanta the other side. The Miami's playing. Okay. Not only that, but like Charlotte and 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 Chicago with injuries. Well, Lamelo has barely played. I know, but I'm saying either way, man. The Pacers have been steady. I mean, they're. Ro- I, how, what do you like? How do you? I like. What that. do you think of that rookie? Remember when? Remember what he said when LeBron came to town? He said like he LeBron is not better than me. He's gonna have to. Yeah, go, he has to prove it have or to something. Go through me if he yeah. wants. Wait, wait, <laughs> who, who's this? Matherin, whatever his name is. Oh yeah, dude, <laughs> yeah. Is there? Is there? Speaking of Matherin, has there ever been a guy in NBA history to win? Uh, rookie of the year and sixth man of the year in the same season. I don't know, but he's he's in line. He, I mean, he, he could be. He well. got the attitude. He's got the, yeah. He, yeah. One of these days he's gonna learn to poke the bear. But yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but like I, to, to be honest, like uh, you know, because last year they went into the year with with expectations and right. plopped, and this year they I made think that they, trade. They made year. that trade, and I think this year they went in with low expectations and are, you know, I mean, they're ahead of the Bulls in, our, in the center. And I, I don't know if we consider a surprise because everybody expected us to to do well, especially after the after the Laraña coming to town and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'm impressed with what Boston has been able to do with the old changes in the coaching staff, not only the suspension, but then the fact that he was leaving. If they thought that he was just, when we were in town, they, they announced that he was going to, he right. was going away. Well, wasn't there going to be a coaching change right away there in in uh, Brooklyn that didn't happen? Yeah, that's what yeah, I mean. With, with but that's Udoka. when they announced it. They they had announced that he was going there. Yeah. And 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 the player was like, wait a minute, I thought he was only suspended. Yeah. And all of a sudden now, so they have been done there. I think for them to be where they are. It got to be a good surprise. I think they is yeah. wide open anyway. Once it comes to the playoff, obviously they they have the upper hand because they have the experience. You know, having been into the final, the reigning conference champion. Mm-hmm. But we still got to see how Embiid and Harden are going to end up. How long are they going to end up playing together? The yeah. net, the Nets, man, little by little, yeah. quietly, yeah. they're yeah, right I behind know. us. Well, ever since you know they made the coaching change, and then and then once everything with Kyrie, the dust settling, yeah. quote unquote, like. You know, and it's just basketball. Once they started going back to just playing basketball. Even even though, remember Durant made a comment about what do you expect? Look at who I'm playing with and look at this. And he mentioned them by name and stuff. I was like, oh, my God, I don't know. I don't know where this is going. But again, that you don't know how long that's going to last. I got I I don't I don't I don't really like Boston, especially the Celtics. But I got a little uh, a little plug is Joe Mazzulli. You know, he went to school. Is he a Mountaineer? He's a Mountaineer. Oh. <laughs> hey, are your Mountaineers in a bowl game? No. Oh, no. That's sad. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Um, <laughs> so two two other quick things uh, for you. All-Star voting starts next Tuesday, the 20th. Ooh. So you got to go out uh, go go out, start voting. There's a couple double vote days, a couple triple vote days, I think, this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can only vote on the NBA app and 
uh, NBA.com, I think, and you need like some login or ID or something. So, mm. so barrier to entry is. Would that, do you think that's going to bring down the number of voters? I don't know. Is there a limit on how many people can vote? The bots? No, no I, I don't think there's like a, a limit per se, but like last year and years prior, it was. That doesn't make know, sense to me. Instead of make it easier. Yeah, I know. You could just hit the hit the retweet button or, the, or, or like, like put the a Q, hashtag. The UVR code, yeah. whatever it is. You but know. now you need, uh, you know, some sort of ID and the barrier to entry. Yeah, I don't know maybe. about that. And Another step, but, but before you change subjects, you, you talk about. I know you do dislike for the for the man in green. You know, Larry Bird doubled his his jersey number a few weeks ago. I'm sure you were watching all the what? highlights. You were watching all the highlights of his 66th birthday. No, probably the best number three in, no, in, in the history of the league. I don't care about. That. <laughs> I, I don't like that. No, I, I I care about the Celtics. I don't like them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I grew up a Celtics fan. I never hide that. I. And I went to school there when... You grew up a Celtics fan just because you grew up in New York, right? No, no, no. I went to school in Boston during the, during the 80s, you know, when, 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 I don't the, like when the original a, Big Three was there. I don't like that you're a Celtics fan and a Yankee. Yeah, that doesn't... That doesn't and a Michigan fan. Yeah, that's just not... What's wrong with that? Well... Cause I, that's what happened when you're not from this country, man. Yeah, I know, <laughs> you, you came in and picked all the wrong teams, man. But everybody says I'm a Yankee fan because they win all the time. Let me let me just tell you, I became a Yankee fan after they got swept by the red, by the big red machine in 1976. Oh come on! And then they won in '77, and then they didn't win again until '96. Seven. It was no '96 when 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 Jeter came, you know, his rookie year. What? So. And then I became a fan of the sack exchange. Wait a minute. They didn't win again they until? Until 1996. From, from when? From 78. They went, they went to the series in 81. They lost to the, to the Dodgers. And they, win, they didn't win again. Remember in they seven, didn't win the year Reggie Jackson? They no. won in 78 with Reggie Jackson when he hit those three homers of the Dodgers. So that was after then the Big 70, Red Machine. Huh? That was after the Big Red Machine. Yeah, that's what I mean. But I, I, my first ever World Series was when Sparky Anderson was leading, you know, Johnny Bench. Mm -hmm. I don't know how I didn't become a, a, a Reds fan because I remembered all those players, you know, Joe Morgan, yeah. George Foster, and all those big, you know. But I became a Yankee fan when they got swept because I fell in love with the good old man from Canton, Ohio, Thurman Munson. Thurman Munson, okay. I didn't know what baseball was, but I admired how hard he played. And he was like crawling back to pick up his health, his mask. And I was like, it's got to be a good sport. But then again, they didn't win again until 96. So it's not like the Jets, I... They never, like they won the Super Bowl when I was two years old. And <laughs> the then, Jets suck. Yeah, and then yeah, and they fell in love with the sack exchange, Gastino and Klecko. Until Bernie knocked them out. Yeah, and then I don't want to hear I, every time. One of the things that when I came to Cleveland, everybody talks about the heartbreak of the drive. Yes. Like the week before that, I don't know if it was the drive or the fumble, but the week before that. The Browns broke the heart of, of, of yeah, most of New York when 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 that that really weak penalty on the late hit by Gastino the, on, on yeah. Bernie Kosar. No, because the Browns had a legitimate shot to go to the Super Bowl, but those Jets never did. Man, those Jets were sorry. They were, but they were. We didn't break. What the sack has changed? It, yeah, I know, but uh, Kenny O'Brien and Al Toon. <laughs> and uh, who was the running back? Freeman McNeil. Freeman McNeil. Yeah. <laughs> The only thing we have bad was the Joe Walton and the uh, at the head coaching yeah. position. Yeah, that's true. I'm sorry, muchacho Dorado. You can continue with the news in the <laughs> league. Hijacked this yeah. segment, didn't I? <laughs> um, the, the last thing uh, is a just want to say a uh, a nice see you later and give a shout out to Madison Curley. That's Mad right. Madison He's, Curley yeah. is taking a taking a new position to be. Closer to home, uh, she'll still be in the NBA circles with the uh, with the LA Clippers. But 
Um, her last day is, yeah, is she's about just to find today. Out. Of the she's about to find out the difference in cost of living yeah. between Cleveland, yeah. Ohio, and Los yeah. Angeles, California. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hope she saved up. Ooh, look for roommates, baby. <laughs> <laughs> M Gold, man, thank you so much for uh, bringing us some news around the league. Who's winning the finals? Oh, World Cup? Yeah. I have to say Argentina. Who wins the Golden Boot? Messi. They're tied, you know. Mbappé yeah. and Messi each yeah. have five goals. And Giroud is right behind him. So. But doesn't Messi, isn't he leading because he has like three assists? Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Somebody, one of those two is going gonna to score on... on yeah, I want, some, I, I want some credit for knowing that. I want to. I, 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 I don't to want no tiebreaker. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think it'll be entertaining. I hope it will be entertaining. I think it'll be a good game because best it's not going to be a defensive. Best player ever and the best player currently. I Go think ahead. it's the best player right Teammates now. Teammates too. Yeah, teammates at PSG. Yeah, I think I think the the best player right now. When he scored those goals at the beginning, I said there's a new sheriff in town. Forget about Ronaldo. Forget about Neymar. Forget about Messi. No, Mbappe is the best player right now. Yeah, yeah. Mbappe is definitely yeah. like. Yes. Is, is there any chance the game will be 8-7? No. no. It might be like a 3-1, 3-2. Yeah. Last time they played was 4-3. I'm not watching. 4-3, right? Or 4-2. Joji, come on. What else are you going to be doing on a <laughs> Sunday morning at 10 a.m.? I don't know. Well, is, is there, is there the like Browns a, are not playing because yeah. they play tomorrow. Is there like an NFL game in, in England no. or something? No. Dude, you cannot you no tell me you're going to be watching. <laughs> you no excuse. You cannot tell me that you're going to be watching American football <laughs> when you can watch the finals of the, the football World Cup's going to be over before 1 o'clock even rolls around. No, it's a 2 p.m. game. Mm -mm. 9 no? o'clock in the morning. It's 10. Really? Yeah. Why is that? I don't know. Yeah, it's 10 in the oh, morning. The good thing is that we have a... I never... That was the first time in my life that I have not cared about playing back-to-back -back nights because Sunday is off and we're not traveling and I'm going to be... You're going to curl up on the couch watch uh, the World Cup? No, I'm, not, I'm standing up the whole another, game. Some, <laughs> something I, I just... I thought of just while listening to you guys talk earlier and you just mentioned traveling now is would you rather... Like you said, you got home at 3 or 4 in the morning the other night from Dallas. Mm -hmm. Would you rather stay in Dallas and leave Dallas at like 9 or 10 the next morning? No. You would I rather mean, get yeah. home? Especially, in, like, rather get especially when we go into another city, yeah. I'd rather leave that night because then, you know, we practice and by the time we get to the to the other city, it's like 6 p.m., 5 p.m. And it's like, That's I'd rather wake up. But we got we got to Dallas at 3 in the morning, mm. you know, got to got to the gym with AC at 7.30 and then we had practice at noon. So it was like, I'd rather do that and, and then take a long nap yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Plus, I get to get on the plane and get my breakfast yeah. with my peanut butter and jelly mm -hmm. sandwich. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed that. Save that. I, enjoyed, diem, I enjoyed man. that. They, they, they took care of you on the road. Yeah, that right. I saved that per diem. Yeah, you yeah. got you to gotta count the days you're going to be away from the plane and then multiply that by, by, by peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> M. Gold, thanks for joining us. Rafa, you're going to stick around, and we will talk with uh, the big dog on the next segment, Lamar Stevens. We're gonna dog. we're gonna do like a little job interview because he's gonna be our field correspondent. Yeah. Soon. So we, we got to talk to him. Yeah, yeah. we got to talk to him about that. And uh, we will be right back on Wine and Gold Radio. Wine and Gold Radio. Hey, it's Moondog, your favorite Cavalier puppet mascot and global icon. As a rule, I never say that I never say never. But that said, I never ever listen to Wine and Gold Radio. There's more of this <laughs> after this on Wine and Gold Radio. Vibrations. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. 
and you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainer, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash concertweek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars. Oh, and two-door cinema club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Weekend Vibrations! Vibrations fun! Hey there, this is Dirty Kurt, and I gotta be honest with you. I never listen to Wine and Gold Radio, but I hear it's awesome. Now, back to Wine and Gold Radio. Okay, everybody, uh, welcome back to segment two of Wine and Gold Radio. Wine and Gold Radio. <laughs> As promised, we are here with the big dog, Lamar yeah. Stevens. The main Lamar, dog. The main dog. The top dog. What, is, what's, what, what do they call you? The top dog, main dog, big dog? The dog. The dog. The dog. <laughs> the dog. Okay. <laughs> Hey, anyway, Lamar Stevens. Lamar, this is uh, your second appearance on Wine and Glow Radio. Thank you for coming on. No we were doubt. thinking, like, if we can get it in the budget, like, to get you guys, like, a, like for your second night, like, a sport coat or, like, a, yeah. a fruit basket or something, or, like, a Red Lobster gift certificate. <laughs> anyway, so you can hear by the background that we are at Shootaround. We're actually doing this after Shootaround. I have a question for you about Shootaround. Is it in- indicative of how you play that night? Does Shootaround do anything for you guys? Uh, I think for sure. I mean, just preparation for the game, mm-hmm. you know, getting your mind re- uh, right and, uh, you know, executing the game plan that coach the coach put in place and uh, all the whole coaching staff put in place. So I think it definitely is a, is a good reflection of the game, you know, how focused we are and shoot around and how locked in we are. So they say you, you practice how you play, you particularly. Is that true? I mean, if you have a good practice, if you have a good shoot around, you play well that night, or if you're having good practices that week, you play well that week. Is that uh, true? I used to be that way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, if you're missing shots at, you know, 9.45 a.m., I think I've kind of matured in that way, and I'd rather, you know, I've kind of shifted my mind. Like I, I want to yeah. make shots at 7 anyway. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I used to be that way, but I kind of grew up out of that. But I still try to come in locked in, mm-hmm. um, come in early and get shots, you know, just to prepare myself for the game. So right. um, it's definitely a big component for me and just, you know, trying to stay ready and, you know, keeping my mind and my, and my body and my game sharp. Now, all that being said, Lamar, um, 
What's the what's the general consensus amongst players about shoot no shoot around shoot around? I mean, do we like getting up in the morning, especially on the road, 9 a.m. bus? I mean, and can we do without him? I mean, we we kind of have a good record when we don't have shoot arounds, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, I think guys, if you if you ask guys, uh, sleep or get up? I think uh, <laughs> I think most guys are going to choose going to sleep. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna quote C.J. Miles, who once said, uh, the "Greatest invention of all time: yoga pants." Worst invention of all time, shoot around. Shoot around. <laughs> it's the worst, man. I'm trying to. That's what I'm trying to get to. Yeah. I don't mind it at home. On the road, it's kind of hard for me. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Because I have to. We have. You have to make it to the bus. You have. Right. To, you know. It's like a timing thing. No, for sure. I, I mean, I think it's 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 tough for us sometimes both ways. Uh, you know, we don't spend that. We don't get as many days home in our beds. So, yeah. You know, we try to. You know, get as much time as we can. Yeah. Do you do you still do weights before shoot around or after? Do you do weights yeah, at all? I do do weights. I I get a lift in before the game. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, before the so game. some people used to get it in the morning too. Yeah. Right? Um. Some people do. Yeah. Some yeah. people get it after the game. I mean, it varies for everybody. Yeah. So, but I know for me, I like to get it in before a game. Just get all my muscles working right. So you, we talked. I, I, I did a written piece with you, and thank you again for being so generous with your time. Yeah, no you problem. really are. Um, yeah, but hurry up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know, but hurry up. Um, but we talked about you, your record as a starter, and now in your career, you're, you're 16. Yeah, no, 15 and seven, which is tremendous. I mean, you could win, you could win the Cy Young Award. I mean, that's great. So it it doesn't matter. You say it doesn't matter to guys, but does it matter? I mean, the, like, tonight you know you're going into the game. I assume you know you're going into the game as a starter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it definitely matters, you know, because that's really the only thing that matters to me is, mm-hmm. that, you know, the wins, you know, mm-hmm. wins and losses. You know, if I'm playing and playing a lot of minutes, uh, that's the most important thing for me. So if we're piling up those wins and, you know, I'm able to have some type of impact on that, you know, that's definitely a great feeling for me. And then do you lock in on an individual that you're going against that night or do you not really think about that? Like, are you thinking about the actual player you're going to go go up against? Um, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I think about my matchup and watch film, yeah. you know, depending on really who it is sometimes, um, how focused I am, like, you know, for LeBron versus somebody That's else. That's what I was going to ask you, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, but I play so many different positions, so it's like I kind of got to just – I just like to watch games, really. Yeah. Um, and just, you know, pick up on tendencies. And, you know, I pay attention when we go through scout to all the guys because I know – you know, somebody gets hot, coach could throw me on them and, mm-hmm. you know, try to get them to slow down. So I want to be prepared for, you know, top to bottom. All right, let's talk about the important things here. Forget about the basketball. <laughs> exactly. What's grandma doing, man? Yeah. When are we going to meet her? <laughs> She's like the great. biggest star in Cleveland that we want to meet, man. <laughs> yeah, she'll be out here for Christmas for, okay. yeah, for like five days, I think. Please, so please, let can, me, allow me to meet her, man. Yeah, I have to meet Hopefully we can set that up. Yeah. <laughs> Does she still text you after every game? Every day, <laughs> every game, every day, every morning, every night. I, yeah. I want to get on the text list. I want to. I want to be texted after every game. <laughs> be told if I write a good article or not. You know yeah, I mean? for sure. I'm. A, I'll let her know about that. All right. So, so we know he's pressed of time with time here. Right, We've got right. A game but I have what's, important what's questions that I have to get to. Okay. What is? Should I go ahead and yeah, answer? Yeah, go ahead. So the do- the dog chain. The junkyard dog chain that's been a big thing. You kind of are the the godfather of that. Who decides on who gets it? JB, JB, no? JB? Yeah. yeah. It's kind of, okay, that's what I thought. 
That's kind of a that's like a dictatorship. I mean, doesn't it? Well, I'm just saying, shouldn't that be more of a democratic thing? But the other day, the other day in LA, there was like a like a coup d'état because they gave it to JB and he couldn't find he couldn't find the chain. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so it is democratic. I think. Okay, okay. I just want to know, like, if it just seems like if JB, you know, I mean, like. It's just it's kind of a one, yeah, it wasn't a one like a person thing. thing. Okay. Yeah, I, I I like the fact that he's. I mean, the coaching staff is the one. It's that, the coaching staff. I okay. Think, I think they talk about it before, beforehand, and okay. come up with it together. Yeah, I was like, glad. I was glad when Mamadi won it. That was kind of fun. Yeah. He, he did the nice Wakanda forever and all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the, the okay, I'm gonna ask him one more question if I can. Yeah. Um, every post game media availability. Guys are asking, and this is Wine and Glow Radio now, so nobody's listening. You can go ahead. You can be honest yeah. with us. We're all friends here. Uh, after every game, we we uh, ask for a defensive three seconds. Everybody on the bench goes nuts oh, and celebrates, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. And every Claps. time we ask you guys, you guys always get this like little smile on your face. And JV, JB said there's an incentive, but he won't say what it is. And then when we ask you guys, you guys kind of smile, but you won't say. Are you allowed to say what it is? Um... I think I'm allowed to say, but, you know, JB and them trying to keep it a secret. I guess I'm going to just follow suit and uh, smile. And it, <laughs> see? But we, we must be the only know. team what is that it? claps is it, is we it? get a... Uh, but, I mean, guys go nuts when you get a three-second, and it's like... And every time we ask you guys post-game, you get you do the same. You give me the nice... Yeah. No okay. comment. What is with that? Uh, what is it? Is it monetary? I'll do you get a day off? Um, I mean, I'll just say, you know, we got two of the best run protectors in the league. We want them in the paint. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I All see right. where I see where. Okay. Because I I know I know Jared is one of the ones that claps yeah, the loudest. He goes crazy. <laughs> he goes crazy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So before we let you go, and we know you're pressed for time, uh, you agreed. Now we're putting you on the spot here because this is like an interview, interview, and like a job, an interview that you would be our field correspondent for Wine and Gold Radio, and that you would do one-on-one interviews with other players. Yeah. Stuff that they won't give us. They'll probably tell you, they'll tell you all about what they get for the three second defense. They'll yeah. tell you all about it. They yeah. won't tell, you guys won't tell us. So we're hoping to have you this year as our field correspondent. Yeah. And hopefully you're, you're up for that. No, for sure. Okay. I'm definitely excited about that. Okay. We, we need the inside scoop, man. Yeah. You're going to be the insider. <laughs> You know, you're yeah. going to be getting us the, the black listers <laughs> in the cast. <laughs> yeah, right. Guys don't tell us squat. Yeah. No, they'll, sure. they'll tell you, they'll yeah. tell you everything. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm excited about that. Excellent. Have we decided who's going to be your first um, your first target? Uh, I haven't decided yet. Uh, it's probably going to be between um, Jared... Hey, love DG or Don. All right, all right. Good. That's see, you know, and he gets make a, a surprise, and he gets A-listers too. Yeah, yeah you I'm know what? The Don. The top <laughs> I, I've been calling him Laraña Mitchell. Yeah, right. The Spider. Yeah, but I was thinking maybe more like El Padrino. You know, the Godfather. For he's being the Don. You know, yeah. like <laughs> I don't know. I don't know which one's gonna stick more. Like I like both of them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think Lamar is more the El Padrino. El, he's El, El, pa- El Padrino. <laughs> yeah, he's more the Godfather, isn't he? He's the top dog. There you go. There you go. Hey, Lamar. Stevens, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, and next time you are on Wine Eagle Radio, you'll be running the show. Yeah, I'm so excited. This will be good. Yeah. Don Lamar. <laughs> that does sound good. That's okay. Thank Lamar, you, man. Thank, thank you. Thank you. There's more of this. I said, huh, can we sit down? She said, why? I said, I can't feel my left leg.
<laughs> After this, on Wine and Gold Radio. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hi, this is Tim Elkhorn, the radio voice of the Cleveland Cavaliers, wishing you and yours a very healthy and happy holiday season. Merry Christmas, everyone. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Amaya with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Want to say happy holidays to each and every one of you. Go Cavs. This is Dave Dombrowski, and I'm out looking. No. <laughs> Do it. What's up? This is Jeremy from the creative team. I just want to say that the Wine and Gold Radio podcast is the greatest thing ever, and happy holidays. This is Brooke Bockelman, Vice President of Booking and Events for Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. Wishing everyone Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and hopefully a COVID-free and concert-filled New Year. Sharon Owens, Basketball Communications Team. I want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays, and be safe. This is Dave Dombrowski, and I don't want to wish anybody a Happy Christmas. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> don't use that. Hi, this is True Love Jackson. Wishing everybody a Happy Holiday, and you stay blessed and safe. Hi, this is Scott Zarilla, radio play-by-play voice of the Canton Charge, wishing you and yours a very happy holiday season. Hi, this is Phyllis Salem from the Cavs Corporate Communications team, wishing everybody a happy holiday. Kevin Clayton, head of social impact and equity, I wish you all a happy holiday. Hi, everyone. It's Selena Zevnik with the Cavs Community Relations team, just wanting to wish you a very happy holiday season. Hi, this is Chris Kaiser, the chief marketing officer of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Happy holidays. This is Dave Dombrowski. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Hey, this is Jared Allen, and I have never and will never listen to Wine and Gold Radio. Now, back to Wine and Gold Radio. You maniac! 
everybody, and welcome back to segment three, the final segment of Wine and Gold Radio. Wine and Gold Radio. Is that an echo? Is that like a, this is a recording. This is a recording. <laughs> well, we, this week, we, well, last week, let's just be honest, we had some, uh, we had some technical difficulties with our you guests. You can't say it. I screwed up. No, you didn't. No, we, we screwed up. It's a team. We take our... But we lose as a team. We too. lose as a team. We <laughs> win as me. <laughs> but we welcome our guest, uh, Jake Kemp, uh, from The Ticket in Dallas. Halftime uh, half show specialist. Halftime show, yeah. <laughs> so basically, we're going to talk. We're going to talk a little Dallas Mavericks just under the pretense, so we can talk some halftime acts. And actually, we have some cool halftime acts this weekend that uh, Jake can comment on because I know he knows about them. Uh, Jake, Absolutely. welcome. Hey, welcome to the show, man. Thank you. Uh, thanks, thanks for having for, me, fellas. Thanks for joining us. Thanks um, for uh, providing that significant beatdown uh, on Wednesday night, <laughs> uh, where it became very clear that the seventh best player for the Cavs could start for Dallas and probably be their second best player. So I got to tell you, though, Jason Kidd tried with all those changes at halftime. And yeah. my, my comment on air was Christian Wood can keep shooting threes all he wants. It, 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 get him out of the paint. I think, I think the kid is so good when he's in the paint and he's aggressive. But then they, I don't know, we played really well that night. Yeah, and, and Christian and, Wood is like their second best, I'd say he's kind of their second best player right now, I think. Yeah, I mean, as far as being a guy who can create his own shot uh, and can shoot from three on a decent night. But the problem is, is that the debate over who's their second best player is not just because they have so many good options. It's because they don't have any. So. And, and you can tell how bad it can be on an off night for, for Luca, even though he ended up with his average. The first half was a really rough one for him. And, and you can tell that the, the, the way Dallas is going to go when, when Luca is not on. Yeah, Luca not being on. Maxi Kleba's out now for could be a month and a half. It could be the wow. season. They are they are in dire straits. And I mean, you guys saw it up close. Uh, the Luca frustration level is is absolutely climbing. Um, and it you know the last thing I'll say about the team before we talk uh, about how the Bucket Boys suck <laughs> is just you know I said this to you guys the other day, and it does remind me a lot of like the 2008 Cavs where. You just know in the background of the whole thing is they've got to get better or he's not going to be here. Even though, you know, technically he signed up for three or four more years. You could ask for a trade yeah. in year three. They, they've got another swing for the fences moving them. Uh, but that's probably about it. And you saw the frustration the other night. And when he gets when he gets frustrated and not not it's just hard. frustrated with the refs, it becomes very, very difficult. Yeah. And, and when they have a – I mean, but the other thing too is – you're playing a team with two seven-footers, and the Mavericks don't really have a center. Mm -hmm. So, But, man, that, the Cavs are good. I don't know what else to say. They're they're a good offensive team and an absolutely elite defensive team. One more thing before we go and, and change subjects here. Have you ever seen a team owner in the, in the scorer's table talking to a ref <laughs> about, a, about a replay review? You're the wrong person to ask in Dallas. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, I've, I've seen it. That is... <laughs> 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 I've seen it plenty. <laughs> that is odd. I mean, you can't, and you can't blame Luca. Like I'm watching him, and you know, I mean, I hope he doesn't come across as like a, a diva if he is dissatisfied. But I mean, the guy's putting up like massive numbers to you know, massive minutes, minutes, and uh, like I think he wound up with 39 and nine, I think, or something mm -hmm. close to that on Wednesday night. And you lose by you know, when you put up those numbers and you lose by 15 in a game, you're never really in. Anyone would be frustrated with that. Anyone would be. I don't think he's a diva at all. I think he's mm -hmm. a sore loser, 
but I think he's a he's a major major competitive a hole. But from everybody I know that works for the Mavs or has mm-hmm. been around him, I don't think he's a diva at all. Mm-hmm. I just think he's a guy who knows that uh, he's doing his part, and the front office thus far has not done theirs. He still played for Real Madrid, so he does have a little diva in him. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot Rob, about that. Yeah. Rob has been going on, and he's been on his World Cup kick for like. I mean, it's been. Thanks for saving us and talking a little basketball. Yeah, hey, before sure. we even before we even move to the halftime thing, I got to talk about. I have to ask you about a rumor that I heard. Uh, you are on on the ticket, which is a great station. If anybody's listening out there, man, the ticket in Dallas is fantastic. It's hilarious. My favorite is that line four guy. I love that dude. Uh, but I heard <laughs> yeah. that last week you guys had a monkey in in the studio. Is that is that true? Now, that was part of what we call a white elephant day, where we all switch up our lineups uh, on kind of the final day of the year for everybody being here together. And yeah, we had, there was a little monkey uh, in a little Cowboys jersey. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> and he made the Cowboys Texans pick for a couple guys by simply putting his hand down and deciding which one he was going to pick. Uh, we have a board op that weighs exactly 135 pounds, he's six feet tall. And he weighs 135 pounds, which is like a standard uh, bench press, you know, one right. plate on each side. So we all took turns trying to bench press our board. Up. Uh, so, yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> when I heard that, I thought, man, that's the one day. That's, I mean, we have El Muchacho Dorado, who's awesome. But wouldn't it be great to have a helper monkey in the in the for Wine and Go Radio? I thought, man, that'd be kind of good. <laughs> that, uh, apparently, you can, apparently you can rent them. You can yeah, rent a monkey. That opens the door for for trouble. When I was with when I was with in my previous life, I was a I was a beer salesman, mm-hmm. and I. I my, How is my, this going to come back to monkeys? I my, my stunt made it to the New York Times, but I was suspended because for for a, for a St. Patrick's Day celebration, I had dwarf bowling at a bar in New York City. That's wrong. It's a different time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's like Wolf of Wall Street kind of stuff. Right yeah. there. You can't be doing that stuff. Yeah, man. no. <laughs> so, uh, Jake, you covered, I think, the Mavericks, I think you said for several years so you are an aficionado on halftime acts and uh just like we are mm-hmm. and we uh, and uh, we love talking halftime acts before i even ask you about halftime do the mavs still have the the overweight gentlemen who dance what were they called the mavs maniacs the, maniacs, maniacs, the yeah. mavs maniacs yes yes they do they do so of course uh due to some developments uh that became public regarding the workplace culture of the team the actual mavs dancers uh, are not the same anymore. That's probably happened to most teams, right? Like yeah, they have yeah. male, female. The outfits are a little bit different. Mm-hmm. But the Mavs maniacs are still fully okay, apparently, to be subjected uh, to <laughs> to body shaming uh, because they dance in half shirts. And I'll tell you, uh, our mutual friend, Dan McDowell, who I do the show with, he mm-hmm. once trained with the Mavs maniacs <laughs> uh, for – he performed at halftime or, you know, at a timeout with them. And I think he had to practice two or three times a week for like two or three months. Yeah. I mean, it is serious. I mean, they're big guys. I had dinner with two of them uh, when we were there last week, and they have been. Wait, what? At, at the media set, at the media dining. Okay. They were sitting there, and I, <laughs> well, they, they, look, the, they look. Dinner with the Mavs they, maniacs? They look kind of interesting. <laughs> so I always sit with people I don't know. When I I'm, know. Even, even here at home, where we, we don't have a dining room anymore. So, But uh, when, when I go to my concession stand with my, with my voucher, I. <laughs> 
I, I sit with people I don't know, but they told me they've been to to China. They've been oh, yeah. to three time All Stars. I mean, they they yeah, yeah. take it serious. <laughs> Twenty one years, I think they've been running. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah, and I've, I've seen the video of Dan practicing. I mean, it was some serious stuff. <laughs> yeah, they're not just out there messing around. I mean, for big dudes, they are moving very, very well, but they are definitely still in the mix. Did you have to give anyone, either of them the Heimlich maneuver? No, no. <laughs> Ralph has had to do that in the media room before. Yeah. That. That's that's a whole other story. We got to talk. We got to because I know you're you, you have uh, prior engagements, so we have to talk halftime acts. And one of the one of our favorites is is I believe on Friday night is uh, Simon Says with the mascots, which is kind of really cool too. Kids yeah, but, love that one. But he has kids with him, though. Kids, yeah, with He'll him. He'll be sending kids crying to the parents. <laughs> <laughs> but Steve, Simon Says with Steve Max, what are your thoughts on him? Simon Says is probably my all-time favorite. Yeah. Um, you know, and the thing I loved about the halftime shows was, as you guys know, it can get a bit monotonous. I mean, you are at an NBA game, which you should be appreciative of, but, you know, you're tired, you've been at work all day, and then, you know, you're doing three games a week, and you're just kind of like, uh, especially for me, my five or six years kind of spanned the down years for the Mavericks. Like I got, I think one year of Luca, maybe two. Um, so they sucked. They were winning 22 games a year. They were, they were awful. And so for me, the only highlight of the night was the halftime show. Cause it was different every time. And I thought, well, this is at least something to sit here and enjoy. <laughs> yeah. And Simon says is great. Um, he's, you know, he kind of comes off. Well, you probably have to kind of come off like a tool to be Simon says, right? <laughs> That's kind of part of the bit. If he's nice, the bit doesn't work. And so I always just respected that, you know, he gets kids out there and the kid's parents are in the crowd. And if a kid messes up, he'll just roast them. Like, mm -mm, out of here. Should have paid better attention to school. Bet, bet, yeah. bet, your parent, bet your parents aren't proud of you. He ain't, he he ain't letting them win for nothing. They, they, no. they, if they mess yeah. up, they're yeah. going home. Yeah, you got to earn it. Yeah. You got to really earn it with him. Uh, I love it. And the other thing, too, is one time I saw we have a deal here in Dallas called Seats for Soldiers where uh, all the season ticket holders who uh, occupy like the first two or three rows give up their tickets uh, for veterans. And a lot of times mm -hmm. you'll have like cool. you'll have like wounded warriors, you'll have uh, veterans who are injured. And so the two funny things about seats for soldiers night, uh, one, the Mavericks have two mascots. They have Mavs man and they have champ. Um, and they would put champ who's a horse uh, in fatigues <laughs> and he would like <laughs> dress up in like, you know, desert fatigues and salute the flag and salute the soldiers which is always hilarious to me because he's a cartoon horse uh but the second thing is simon says was there on a seats for soldiers night and you might think he was taking it easy because it was a bunch of veterans and wounded warriors out there he was not he was not taking it easy at all he went just as hard at them as he does at nine-year-olds and it was it was a it was a choice, I'll tell you that. Before we go to the next one, I know you mentioned it's a little service. I always it always gets me because my corner is right behind one of the baskets, right? And every time the, the national anthem starts, it always gets me that everybody's looking at me. <laughs> it's the only arena where people actually turn to look at the flag. I think that's pretty cool. Very Texas, but very cool. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, that is really cool. I sit right behind where you would sit for those games. Mm -hmm. So I always thought that was weird too. I'm like, do I turn right around? The flag is the <laughs> But it's like, me. you know, there, really, I, there is a there is a flag in the in the screen in the in the the big right, screen in the, center court. Yeah. So I'm looking at that one, but then it's, I feel kind of odd. Everybody, everybody looking at me. Everybody is looking at you. Yeah, yeah. so I have to turn around, but it's like, I, I never know if I have to turn all the way out and give my back to them or like, <laughs> or like salute them or something. Yeah, yeah. like, I don't yeah. know. You feel, like, you feel like the president. Yeah. <laughs> 
Now we got to talk about Rafa's buddy, Rafa's close friend. Actually, they're both his close friend, Christian and Scooby. And Percy. And there's three of them There's now. three? Who's Percy? Scooby. Percy's the one that is actually performing now because Scooby's retired. But oh, he, really? But he has kept the name. Uh, of Christian and Scooby. Why doesn't he just go so with Percy? Percy, because he's a big, uh, he's a big uh, Vikings fan, so he named him after after the wide receiver. Seriously. So, so Scooby just sits home and collects checks. Scooby's right? just collecting the checks, and now is and now is Milo. Milo is the one that dunks it. It's, he comes out and okay. does like a spinning three sixty and <laughs> stuff. But I think that is my favorite. That my I'm biased, obviously, but anything that has, that has animals in it. Agreed. I'm I'm in, I'm in I'm, I I'll approve of it, no matter what they do. Agreed. Yeah, I'm a big fan yeah. of that one because, you know, even separately, the two elements of that halftime show would be good on their own mm-hmm. because the handstand on four chairs that Christian is doing, already impressive. You yep. know, the uh, the one-handed handstand push-up, already impressive. Separate, if you had, like, the the dogs, what are they called, the Olate or... Yeah, the Olate dogs. Yeah, those Olate are awesome. Dogs. Which yeah. ones are they? The, the, the That's the one that, that do throw, jump rope and oh, they go up and yeah, slide. Yeah. 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 So could, those are great, too, but it's like Christian and Scooby is almost like a melding of the two best things in uh, in halftime shows, which is, one, man, I, I think that guy could break his neck, and two, dogs. What if we just had... Both of them in one show. Yeah. So you know, he, he went to, to Germany, got talent or something. And you know how he does at the beginning? He he does a handstand, but he's on top of like six yeah, yeah. little cubes. And uh-huh. he dubs the cube sideways. And yeah. he fell on the show. Ooh. And landed with you his chest really, on the yeah, thing. You could really hurt yourself. Yeah, you totally yeah. could. And then, which like, is what makes it a great show. Yeah, <laughs> right. And that, that that's always good. When we always <laughs> we have to say about how he sit how he's, he sit he sat next to you <laughs> in the second half of. Well, game. he's an aspiring broadcaster. He has a okay. podcast. It's called <laughs> Unnecessary Roughness, and talks the big big football fan. And he, you know. So the so second half of games. Man. Here's Christian. Like when it be, this is before I knew. All of a sudden, I'm like. And again, Rafa, this is the type of thing that Rafa does. All of a sudden, I'm like, man, the halftime act is sitting next to Rafa. Like, how is it, you know? And he's like, oh, yeah, man, it's my buddy. Yeah. No, he he wasn't. He was no shirt. White pants and sequin pants. I was like, what's going on here, man? So speaking of guys that might injure themselves, the amazing Zlatic, who the the older gentleman who mounts the chairs and goes uh, He's kind of cool. He should. He would be probably at the top of my list if he added a little slip every now and then. Even if he's just with the second chair and he lands on his feet by you know, just to make everybody feel or more like, worried about him that he's gonna fall from like stacking all those chairs. Because that's the only thing that people are watching that for, are for the chance that he could wipe out. <laughs> right? Yeah. No. No. He, Rob is right because yeah, if you did it at a lower level to where you you could at least ensure that you're not getting super hurt, but people know it could happen. It's basically like no one would watch NASCAR if there had never been a crash. <laughs> right. It's Great like, point. Correct. <laughs> There needs to at least be an element there that this could go poorly, um, and that's those are usually my favorite ones. So, like I, yeah. I always give Christian tips. Like I, I told him to add and change. That's why the dog comes inside the boombox and then it opens. He comes out <laughs> because I said you gotta change it up a little bit. So I think he should, he should come in and like blame the guy giving him the chair for giving him the yeah. wrong. I don't know something, but it, it will make it will make people pay yeah. attention. You know? Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Um, 
And then before we let Jay go, we have to, because I, I don't know if they do this in Dallas. Uh, do you guys do former rap stars? One hit wonders? <laughs> One hit wonders, because that's, that's kind of our big thing. We had Montel Jordan on uh, last Friday. And <laughs> <laughs> it was No, uh, you know what? I know that that exists because through the weird world of this radio station, we become friends with Kid from Kid and Play, mm-hmm. like really good friends <laughs> right. with them. And they'll occasionally do Laker or Clipper games. I think actually they might sometimes do Knicks games too. And they'll go out there and do, you know, uh, one or two songs. And then they're, you know, that's the halftime show. And people seem to be into it. We don't really do that as much. Um, We do have this weird bit where uh, occasionally they will have like a local girls dance team. (laughs) So like one of the local dance studios from one of the, you know, Highland Park or nice neighborhoods in Dallas and there'll be like 40 girls out there from the age of 6 to 10. And I find it incredibly uncomfortable. Uh, one, because I just it's weird to me that kids that age dance like that to like music you might hear at a strip club. <laughs> but then the other thing is I wanted to be consistent. So I would rate every halftime show on Twitter after the game. I would give it a grade. I would give it I would lay it all out there. So I couldn't take that night off. So, you know, if they were not up to par, I'd be like, look, this, this these kids should have worked harder. This is C plus. You know, they just you they will, didn't have it tonight. You will have fun grading half the I mean national anthem choirs here in Cleveland. <laughs> don't don't get them going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And inevitably the the parents, a parent at least one would would jump all over me for it. Like my kid worked <laughs> for six months on that routine. I'm like, I don't care. You know, this is make, my, make it work six right. more months. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You gotta no, be I honest, mean, it's my man. Job. All the players out there practice really hard too, but I'm still going to say if one yeah. of them had a bad night, you gotta yeah, do it. You gotta do it. You gotta be honest. Hey, honorable it. mention to the lady with the, with the, with the magnet balls. What's her name? The, the red lady. Panda. Yeah. Red, red Panda. panda on, yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. You, you can't you, lose red panda's name. You, yeah. you hate on red panda. Why is that? She's, Cool. I mean, that's a big thing. And then, did I hear that somebody stole her? Yeah, the Warriors game. They stole her bike. And, well, her motorcycle. That's kind of cool. You, like you have your own, you have your own getaway you know, vehicle. The, the most impressive thing about her is I don't know the exact age, but she, I believe now is, she's got to be upper 60s, 70. Wow. And she's been doing this for a long time. Oh, wow. And she was kind of the, one of the first ones who became really, really, you know, famous culturally in the halftime show game. So. I have suggested this. I'm sorry to cut you up, but I have no, suggested this to the NBA. They should have halftime shows at the All-Star game, you know? Yeah. They should have, like, recognized. I mean, every arena has halftime shows. They should keep two or three shows, you know. At the, all- wait, 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 at the All-Star game. Just, you know, have a halftime, like, All-Star halftime show. But they always have, like, big, like, uh, 50th anniversary things at halftime. Yeah, I know, but, you, do they, but they have also 50 events going on. I mean, now they have the HBCU Classic, the G League Classic, the the Rookie Classic, Rookies, the World yeah. against the the other World Classic. I mean, I think they should recognize they, they're part of the league and have the best halftime act because who gets it? Have people vote for them? Yeah, I, okay, I get. Uh, it's part of the game, right? Okay, I my get father always complains by the way that they don't show them on they TV. Should, they, they, they only they show them on that. the league pass. Yeah, they should do that. They should. Yeah, but they got That's show the best part of league pass. They should. And hey, I also, one last thing I have for you guys. It's wild to me how many Slovenian fans there are in Cleveland. Oh, well, do you know that... I mean, I sort of know. We yeah. have the biggest population of Slovenians outside of Slovenia here in Cleveland. Yeah, I didn't know that before Luca, but I, once I started seeing... Oof, you tomorrow know, it's a like home it, game for Luca. Yeah, it's crazy. It's really cool. We actually called the uh, Slovenian Culture Center 
uh, last time that that uh, the Mavs were in Cleveland, and the lady there was not real thrilled with us. <laughs> uh, she didn't have a ton of time for our questions. She she pretty much got the best of Dan, uh, which doesn't happen that often, so it was awesome. Um, but yeah, it's wild. Like you know, I almost look at this date on the calendar every year and think like, oh, this is I love it. I just love seeing you know. It, it just feels very, almost like watching a, a Eurobasket. Yeah, game. when the Mavs come to town, that corner where the visiting team comes out is mm. packed. I used from, to from three hours before when the doors open. And I used to think that uh, Luca got that everywhere. No, well, I did. No, I mean, like, and I'm sure like, he, yeah. I'm sure he gets a, a tunnel of everywhere. But I mean, it's like you said, it's like a home game for him here. I mean, and, they and you really also, go nuts. for And him. you also have to recognize too that outside of Americans. There is a little bit of ex the patriotism is different when mm. it comes to national hero, national players, yeah. national teams, especially now we're talking World Cup. Slovenians to come for them to come see Luca, who is the flag bearer of sports in Slovenia. It, I mean, it's an amazing thing for them yeah. to be. It's like a little piece of their land here when when Luca comes to town. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We have a Slovenian writer on uh, the show. He covers the Mavs every once in a while, and he was telling us that. Like especially when the playoffs started, their nightly news would lead with the Mavs, not their sports. <laughs> like wow. their nightly news in Ljubljana would leave with uh, would lead their newscast with Mavs yeah. highlights and telling the story of the game. It's just it's really cool. Yeah, I, I think he's cool. I mean, I like Luca. I, I root cool for him. Kid. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I I do. I think he's uh, and he's done unique. a lot of stuff for the community too, in, in Dallas and in, in Slovenia. Yeah, so I, I I like him and I root for him and I you know other than tomorrow night I, I really and he speaks great Spanish too. That's what you say. He does. Yeah, he does. I think English is probably like his third or fourth language. You know, last actually. last time they played in uh, in Mexico, I think it was, they Luca grabbed the mic and started. Talking to the crowd in Spanish, and then I think it was—I think it was Blake Griffin that was on the other side, and the other team, and he was like, "Hola, Mexico." Hola. <laughs> <laughs> Luca gave a whole speech of why how happy they were to be down there, <laughs> and Blake looked at him like, "Come on, why did I go first? <laughs> right? Hola. <laughs> uh, Jake Kemp, man, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, uh, and and before we leave, we have to say happy holidays, man, because. It's on us. Next week is yes. uh, Christmas, man. It is. It's here. It's here. It's here. Uh, it's going to be an interesting one. They got a two-month-old, so everything is already just a complete fog. So maybe <laughs> the holidays will just be an extension of that. But, yeah, I appreciate you guys having me, and I'll do it anytime. Okay, quick answer before you go. What is the worst halftime show, and why do you say the Bucket Boys? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's definitely the Bucket Boys because anybody in the crowd, almost anyone in the crowd could do that. The Mavs have the Mavs drum line already. They've got 10 guys up there who play drums the whole time. If you go to downtown in any city at night on a Friday night, there's a Bucket Boy there. And that guy, it's, uh, it's just not a skill. It's not a skill. If you can dance, you could be a Bucket Boy. Yeah. If you have any sense of rhythm at all. You could be a bucket boy. There's no chance of danger. There's no animal. Oh, There's nothing. <laughs> Terrible. I like that. Thanks, man. Happy right. holidays. Jake, thanks so yeah, much, was... man. Take care, bud. All right, that was Jake Kemp from the ticket in Dallas. Halftime show specialist. <laughs> he was. He was really good, too. I think we agreed with him on almost <laughs> We didn't what, talk about that. Why do you have to bring up the bucket boys, man? <laughs> is, he, is that something like the Q stick? No, we don't know. The 216 Well, yeah. It, I think the Q stick started out as bucket boys, and they've worked their way up. They work their way up to garbage they got cans. Ladder, they've got ladder boys. And, <laughs> they got ladders now. And, and even Moondog plays with them. He might, right, right, might right. have a point. 
Well, <laughs> yeah, don't come play it. Jake inspired me. Like the ticket inspired me with for the monkey. That's what I want to get now. I, get, I help her monkey. I mean, me, now that we have a deal with the with the with the Metro Parks with the zoo, right? You know, with the city edition. Yeah, maybe we can hook up. Maybe somebody can you know, hook us up and get a monkey. Yeah. Hey, if there's any, yeah, if there's anybody out there with a helper monkey, monkeys are a very wild, <laughs> interesting animal. Man. We'll put them in a cavalier jersey. <laughs> hey, let's say some thank yous to get the hell out of here. Man, uh, we have to start out with uh, saying thank you to the PR staff uh, who got us Lamar Stevens. Yep, uh, the PR staff uh, led, of course, by BJ Evans, who runs it with boom, the Iron Fist. <laughs> but but he also gets a lot of help from uh, Sharon, the straw yeah. that stirs the drink. Uh, big time, big bad season for him, you know, because Packers, that, that, yeah. that whole PR group is like Cowboys, BJ, yeah, Packers, Packers for Sharon and Patriots for. For Sammy, yeah, don't and don't forget, I, and Devin, well, Booker, Devin probably, Booker's got to be Steelers. She's from Newcastle. Oh, okay. Yeah, so she's yeah, it's rough, rough season for the PR staff. That's okay, yeah. guys. <laughs> except for the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Except for the Cowboys, yeah. but they'll they'll choke in the playoffs. Of we'll be, course. And BJ will be all sad. <laughs> <laughs> we have to thank Mrs. Lucy Veris. Yes, uh, the best human in. By Cleveland. the way, she just hooked me up. You know, we're having a you know in 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 Latin culture more more Caribbean. They do the, the three wise men day as opposed to Christmas day when we do the presents. Mm-mm. The, 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 the three on January 6th. Okay. When when the three wise men arrive to see little eight and a half pounds, baby, eight and a half ounces, baby Jesus. <laughs> baby Jesus. So we're having something with our, with our old Spanish partner, La Mega. And Lu- Lucy Veras just came through with a ton of gifts. For, for the kids. So we're going to do some, you know, gifts exchange that day. We just, people come in and try to brighten the, the holidays for all the kids in need for the Northeast Ohio. She was running the, the toy, um, you know, the, we were the toy drive. Toy, yeah. The toy yeah. drive. Yeah. She, was, she was right behind that, her and the whole, the whole CR team. So, yeah. She, she's she, the best. She's, 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 she's better than Santa. And that's but, why I always say anything for Lucia. Yeah, she's, she is absolutely the best. We have to say thanks to uh, Boo Banks. Yep. We love Boo Banks. Uh, we have to thanks, uh, say thanks to Robert J. Hageman, who uh, does all the uh, technical stuff. What does he do? Uh, he does all the IT stuff. So, I mean, if something breaks, I go to him because okay. I don't know so how to fix anything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so that and is he's good. a big wrestling fan, too. He'll love a new, a new branding. Oh, yeah, he will. He will. Yeah. yeah, Our new branding is... Uh, very, it's coming up. When, very when soon. are we debuting? Soon, very, very soon. soon. Maybe even yeah. by the weekend. Okay. Uh, and then we have to thank. Uh, who else do we have to thank? Uh, the guy, the lifeblood. The guy, <laughs> the lifeblood. The team play. The the guy that, the guy that makes it go. Dmac, the great yeah. Dmac who watched Rosita. Uh, it was so great. We have yeah. to thank Joe Fritchin, the great Joe Fritchin. Love you, Joe. And I don't know. I don't. That, these guys are very key to the operation. I don't know mm. what they do when it comes to one and gold radio. Well, but I, call the, I call them the Wayback Boys, <laughs> which is uh, Leo Simone and 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 Jeremy Hawks. Oh, I love those yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah. those they, guys. They are, work on the on the the road back, but I call them the Wayback guys. Yeah, they're the best, man. I love those guys too. And then of course we have to say thank you uh, to. Dirty Kurt and Marty Allen. Ooh. Big Daddy's still on the mend, man. We uh, rooting for you, Big Daddy. Uh, come back, back soon. Though. Is he back? Yeah, he's back. Oh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go down the hall and say hi to him, then, man. Better stop by and get some hood, some some uh, uh, stock, hood tips, from, stock, stock tips from the hood, from the hood. <laughs> <laughs> and some some bidet, <laughs> some bidet tips from the hood. <laughs> Hey, we'll be back next week. Uh, if we don't talk to you before then, have a happy holidays. But uh, hopefully, we'll talk to you before then. Uh, otherwise. We'll just see you next week. Y vamos a Argentina. 
Muchachos, ahora nos volvimos a ilusionar. Quiero ganar la tercera. And as always, quiero ser campeón mundial. <laughs> Good night, Freddie Mac. Wherever you are. Y el There's the mulligan. That's what we're talking about. Life is about second chances. You're listening to Wine and Gold Radio. Oh, my goodness. Cleveland. Give me a how come quickie on WHK. How come Bill Belichick coaches like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ohio. Oh, 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 oh look. America. Elow, look at, look at. Fires to Doherty. Back to Elow. The three in the air. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash concertweek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel... It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.